Friend, I've been keeping a little bit of a secret. Listen, I love hopping on this podcast and getting to talk to you every single week. It brings me so much joy, but I would be lying if I told you that I didn't wish I could see you in person. While I love talking to you here, I wish we could sit across from one another with a cup of coffee where I could see your beautiful face and actually talk to you in real life. In fact, I crave it so much so, in fact, that behind the scenes, I've been working on planning my first ever in-person retreat. Yep, you heard that right. For the first time ever, this August, the 21st to 23rd, I am hosting my first ever women's wellness retreat. Mind, body, soul, all the things are right here in my hometown on the central coast of California. Now listen, I have a lot more details to come out about it, but I just wanted to put it in your brain so you could save the dates. To be the first to hear about all the goodness that is going to come from this retreat, including dance parties, of course. Will the beach be involved? Maybe. Will you hear from inspiring speakers? Of course. And are we going to have so much fun having you leaving feeling renewed, rejuvenated, inspired, empowered, and confident? 1000%. Sign up for my email newsletter at coachkaya.com. Click the tab for newsletter to be the first to know when tickets officially go on sale. I can't wait to see you in person, friend. And just fair warning, I am a hugger. I hope to see you there. Stay tuned. Hello there, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. I am thrilled to have you here and dive into another episode of the show. As I'm recording this, I just recently got back from my two-week-long backroad cowgirls road trip, and oh my heavens, was it a grand adventure. Y'all, it was seriously so much fun. Two weeks on the road with two of my good girlfriends traveling the state of California, meeting and telling stories of people in agriculture. We had so many laughs along the way. And yes, if you're wondering, Moby the van, our Eurovan 2002, he did he did fail us just once. We may have broken down on the side of a freeway in Oakland, California for about two hours, but you know it's all part of the adventure. Maybe one day I'll get Courtney back on the show and we can talk more about the incredible memories made. But for today, I really want to talk to you guys about what I'm calling my quest for joy my quest for joy. Maybe you, sweet listener, are on your own quest for joy. And if so, I think this episode might be just the thing you need. Let's dive in. Hello there, beautiful friend. I'm your host, Kaya, a cattle rancher turned accidental life coach after embarking on my own health journey, losing over 100 pounds, but most importantly, rebuilding my relationship with myself. Now I am more on fire than ever to empower others to create a healthy life that they love from the inside out by sharing the tools, tips, and strategies that I've learned and continue to learn along the way. Mindset, health, body image, self-love, entrepreneurship, and more. We're here to chat about climbing the mountains of life all while finding joy in the journey. Welcome to the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. Now let's get climbing. All right, friends. So just recently, I celebrated my first wedding anniversary with my dear, sweet Kentucky husband, Brent. We got married May 8th of 2021, and I cannot believe that it's been a year, and at the same time, it feels like it's been 10 years. I I don't know if that's normal. Maybe some of you other married folks out there can relate, but it's flown by, and it also feels like it's been a lifetime already at the same time. Now, I was thinking back to 
the the hustle and bustle of wedding planning. And now listen, I'm not trying to burst anybody's bubble who might be planning a wedding right now. I hope you enjoy the process. I'm just going to be upfront with you all. It stressed me out for sure. And, but you know, I, I wouldn't change it for the world. You know, granted, I did tell Brent, I was like, you know what, babe, you better be the one because I don't want to have to do this ever again. Planning a wedding is no joke. But when I think back to, you know, that that season of getting ready for my wedding, there was one moment that really stood out to me. I had this beautiful wedding dress that I picked out with my mother-in-law and you know, I'm pretty sure every single wedding dress has to be altered in some way. Maybe not. Maybe you got, maybe, maybe some of you all out there got lucky, but I had to get my dress taken in a little bit. I had to get it hemmed because these short legs just weren't quite long enough for it, darn it. And I took it to a little tiny no stop sign town called Santa Margarita to go get it hemmed here in my local, my local county. And I went into the seamstress. She was the same seamstress who worked on my sister-in-law's wedding dress. And she was a delightful older woman. She started her career in the fashion industry in Southern California, you know, working on fancy fashion shows that I wouldn't even know who the name brand people are and helping to dress celebrities. I'm sure that I was the most prestigious of her customers. I'm kidding, obviously. But she was just such a delight and such an interesting woman. And I had to go in several times to go and and try on my dress and I got to know her a little bit. And she shared with me that her sister was battling breast cancer. And, you know, I would ask her how her sister was doing when I, when I got to see her and she just, when she talked about her sister, she, she did so with such delight. I could tell she was very, very proud of her sister. And she said, you know, my sister has been doing really, really well. She said, my sister has chosen, you know, as, as part of this this journey that she was on dealing with breast cancer or that she was going to commit to being on a daily quest for joy, a daily quest for joy. And she said that her sister intentionally chose that word quest because it wasn't something that just happened upon you, but it was something you had to choose to seek out. She wanted to intentionally seek and find joy in every single day. Even while dealing with one of the things I think all of us would agree may be one of the hardest things, which is going through a scary diagnosis of breast cancer. And it just really inspired me and got me thinking. And I haven't got that out of my head since then. A daily quest for joy. You know, I feel like lately in the last year, I feel like I've kind of been in this weird rut or season of, of self-discovery. Maybe maybe self-discovery isn't just a season. Maybe it's just an, an important part of our entire lives. You know, I, I know that I'm not the same person I was five years ago, and I'm sure I will not be the same person five years from now. So maybe this self-discovery isn't just a phase. It's um maybe it's a little bit of curiosity that I want to carry about myself throughout the rest of my life as I continue to change and evolve. But lately I've been thinking, you know, I I want to also be on an intentional quest for joy, on an intentional quest for joy. And I really got to thinking about this while on my Backroad Cowgirls road trip. You know, I was thinking about it and, and I'm, a, I'm a coach, I'm a speaker. And when I told people about the Backroad Cowgirls road trip, I, I feel like in my mind, I thought to myself, is this random? Is this a random side pivot, you know, to get on the road, take a two-week road trip, putting together this digital series that I hope to turn into a TV show one day of telling the stories of people in agriculture? Is that random? for what I do. And then I realized, you know, one of the main reasons I was doing this road trip was, you know, yes, it does I do believe that it ties into what I do as a coach because what I do as a coach is really I deal with people. 
And I think we all have a lot more alike than we do different, whether you're inside agriculture or not. But, but when I got to think about it, one of the main reasons why I did this Backroad Cowgirls road trip was because it brought me joy. Because the idea of traveling my home state, traveling the world with friends and adventuring and getting to meet people and share their stories and hear their hearts. And it, it just, it brought me so much joy. And what if that was enough of a reason? What if it didn't have to make sense to anybody? What if it didn't even really have to make sense to me other than the fact that it made me so happy? I feel like that Backroad Cowgirls road trip was a little piece of my self-discovery. It was an adventure that I needed to be re-inspired, rejuvenated, and reminded that at the end of our lives, our memories, our adventures, these moments, these little bits of joy that we find in our everyday, that's maybe what matters most of all. So maybe Backroad Cowgirls made sense simply because it brought me joy, and that's maybe, maybe that's enough. When I think about my personal quest for joy, Yes, it can be in these big things like two-week-long road trips, traveling the country and putting together a TV show. Yeah, absolutely. I love big, grand adventures, but I think that a quest for joy is also important that we be in a quest for joy with the small things, the day-to-day -day things, the mundane things that we overlook, that we do automatically without even paying much attention to what we're doing, where we are, who we're with, what we see, what we learn. I feel like so much of our life we just spend on autopilot, but what if we intentionally decide to be on a quest for joy even in the day-to-day -day things, the things that don't feel joyful necessarily, but perhaps within it, joy can be found. When I think about my quest for joy, yes, it looks like adventure. One of the things I do is every Saturday, most Saturdays, maybe not every Saturday, my husband and I, you know, we don't have any kids right now. I hope to one day. That will be a whole nother adventure. But we try to spend an intentional Saturday just together doing fun things. And one of the things that we find so much joy in is going to estate sales and thrift stores and garage sales. And I find so much joy. Brent is over here pilfering through people's items. He loves to collect old political posters and magazines and memorabilia and cigar boxes and all these little trinkets. And I find so much joy simply in going and seeing other people's homes. That sounds kind of creepy when I say it out loud, but I do find it fascinating when we go into estate sales. Quest for joy can be finding new things to try. There are so many things that I want to do in my life. And as a born and raised Californian, just recently, just this last weekend as I'm recording this, I tried surfing for the very first time ever in my life. I grew up in a county that's on the coast. Now, yes, I grew up on a cattle ranch where it looks a lot more like a John Wayne movie than it does the coastal part of California, but I was only an hour from the ocean. And right now I only live 10 minutes but I had never been surfing. And it took my friend from Kansas coming in for me to finally say, you know what? Let's try that. Let's give it a go. And so we tried surfing for the first time. And I am proud to report, my friends, that I impressed myself because I thought I wasn't even going to be able to stand up on the board. But I did. Not once, not twice, but multiple times. And that new form of joyful movement, riding the waves in my wetsuit, crashing and burning, and hearing my husband giggle safely from the shore, brought me so much joy, so much joy. But I also find joy in simple things like a conversation with a stranger, like the Peruvian bartender Jorge that we met on the marina in San Francisco, or our Uber driver on our drive from the auto body shop after our sweet van broke down, who offered to share some of his Afghan food from his trunk with us because we were stranded for two hours and were so hungry. 
There are these small, unexpected moments and people you meet and things you see that can bring so much joy if you take the time to pay attention, to tune in to the world around you. It can be small things like a simple board game at home or a walk around the block, just noticing things that you walk by before, like the flowers that are blooming. Now, maybe I'm just not an observant person, but sometimes just on my drive home from work, if I'm paying attention, I'll notice businesses that I never even realized existed before. There are so many things in our immediate surroundings in our every day that could bring us joy if we just brought our attention to them. If we just opened up our minds and our hearts to the opportunity for joy to be there, to exist amidst everything else in our lives. Maybe maybe joy for you <laughs> looks like the subtle giggle of your grandma laughing under her breath at a dirty joke. That brought me so much joy. <laughs> I'm on a personal quest for joy. And I think that it it feels exciting to ask myself, where can I seek joy today? Where can I find joy today? Even if all I'm doing is driving to the office, driving home, making dinner and snuggling my cats and my husband on the couch like I do almost every single day. Where can I seek joy in just today? I truly believe that if you change your habits, you can change your life. Our life is the result of the habits that we practice daily. Improving your life isn't about making some scary, drastic change overnight. It's about meeting yourself where you're at and making small changes over time that you can actually stick with. But you've got to start small to stay consistent, which is why I put together a free healthy habits checklist to help you do just that. Download my free PDF to set your intentions for what small healthy habits you are going to start practicing today. There's a place for you to check them off the list and celebrate every single baby step along the way. You can download yours for free at coachkayacommunity.com forward slash healthy dash habits, or you can click the link below. Again, that's coachkayacommunity.com forward slash healthy dash habits, or click the link in the show notes to download yours today for free. Start changing your life, friend, one healthy habit at a time. Now listen, while I do believe that we can choose joy, I'm not someone who believes that we need to live a life of delirium, ignoring the moments, seasons, and just everyday aspects of life that can be hard, sorrowful, and painful. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. You know, I think that we live in this, this world of toxic positivity, and I myself have been guilty of probably trying to spread some of that toxic positivity, but what I know to be true today is that I believe that when we avoid the hard stuff, that pain, that sorrow, grief, sadness, anger, you name it, when we avoid the hard stuff or try to will it away, we're also avoiding the good stuff and numbing that away. To be honest with you, I don't think that we can know true joy unless we know true pain and suffering too. It's kind of like, you know, we can't know light without dark. You need both. And when I say that I'm on a quest for joy, I'm not saying choose joy instead of sorrow, grief, and pain. I think what I'm trying to say is that we can seek and find joy despite the existence of those things. How can we live a life that holds space for both, this, this bothness, that life can feel joyful and sorrowful at the same time, that we can know deep love and heartache at the same time? 
Emotions are complex. Humans are complex. Life is complex. And when I say join me in a quest for joy, I'm not saying avoid worry, anxiety, pain, and hardship. Yes, those things are hard and we don't necessarily want to welcome them into our life any more than we need to. But the truth is, is that being a human means feeling all the things, all the things. So I'm not saying to choose joy instead of other emotions. I'm saying we can seek and find joy, this quest for joy, despite the existence of hard, hard things too. And I'm not saying to ignore the hardships in the world around you. Let's be honest. There are some heavy things happening, maybe in your own personal life, just in the world in general, hunger, war, hate, shame, greed, Yeah, there are some heavy things in this world, but sacrificing your own joy and the opportunity to find joy amidst it all isn't going to make those things go away. We can hold space for both. We can feel the hard stuff while also finding joy amidst it. Does that make sense? I don't want us to live a life trying to avoid the hard stuff. That's not what I'm saying. But I do feel like where your energy flows, things grow. And I want the energy that I have in my brain and my body, I want to channel that energy towards the things that bring me joy, even if it's the small stuff, even if it's intentionally making time in my day to do something just for the hell of it, even if it's putting something on my calendar, like a road trip with my friends, just for the sake of it bringing me joy. Maybe that's enough. Maybe that's enough of a reason to do something, to try something, to experience something simply because it brings you joy. I want a life overflowing with joy, not absent of pain and suffering. I'm a human. Of course, those are part of it, but I want to experience joy despite it all. You know, I feel like I've been having one of those, like, I don't know, quarter life crises, crisis, crises, crises. Maybe saying quarter life is a little, is a little generous. I don't think I'm going to live to be 120, but we're going to call it a quarter life because I'm not going to say midlife quite yet. Okay. (laughs) I've been doing a lot of thinking though, and and as I mentioned earlier, I feel like I'm in this constant phase of self-discovery. And I think that I want to to give myself permission to be constantly discovering myself because I want to be someone who's constantly growing and evolving, who's learning, trying new things, failing my way forward, whatever that looks like. And I feel like I've been in a little bit of a self-discovery too as it pertains to me and my business and, and how it's evolved. You know, I know for sure that what I do today looks nothing like what I thought I would be doing if you would have asked me three years ago. It's changed a lot because I've changed a lot. And when I think about Coach Kaya, who I am as a coach, now I'll say, I'll say this too before I just kind of talk out loud. I'm just rambling here. Thank you for listening. Is that I'm still working to figure out what this looks like. And when I first started as a coach, I think people, even myself, saw me as a weight loss coach. You know, this platform was largely created because of my weight loss story. But I'll be honest with you, I don't want to be known as a weight loss coach. Now, I'm not saying that I don't want to work with women who maybe want to lose weight, who are working on their health journey, who are seeking to, you know, care for themselves better. That's not what I'm saying at all. But my sole purpose isn't to help you lose weight. If losing weight is a part of your journey for you, then, oh my gosh, amazing. That's awesome. That's wonderful. I'm here for it. But my purpose is not to help you lose weight because I don't believe that your purpose is to lose weight. I think we can get so focused on weight loss that we miss the bigger picture. And when I think about how this pertains to a quest for joy, I think to myself that maybe 
instead of being a weight loss coach, maybe I want to be known as a joy coach, whatever the heck that means. (laughs) You know, someone who helps you find joy and nourishment and food, someone who helps you find joy in movement, who finds joy in relationships, joy in oneself, joy in adventure, joy in business, joy in life. That's what I want to do. I want to help women and men love themselves deeper, care for themselves better, and find joy in this messy, beautiful journey of life. That is what I want. Because when I think of what your purpose in this world is, I think it is to live your life fully and to live a life of joy, despite everything else that's part of being human too. So maybe, maybe friends, maybe I'm a joy coach. I don't know. Tell me if that resonates with you. Are you someone that is seeking more joy in your life? Because if you are, join me in the quest for joy, intentionally choosing every single day to find joy, to seek joy, to be on a quest for joy in the big things and the small things. Because I believe no matter how hard life gets, no matter how much pain, grief, and sorrow there is in the world, and there is undoubtedly that's part of being human, I do believe that joy can be found. I love you all so much. I'll see you right back here, same time, same place next week. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please hit subscribe and leave me a review sharing what you loved most. Come hang out with me on Instagram and Facebook to keep the conversation going as we continue to find joy in the journey. Until next time, I am cheering for you, friend. Keep climbing and we'll chat soon.